why hello houses in hawaii i am in such a good mood guys i fucking love podcasting i get so excited each time i start the podcast because i just i love doing this i fucking love doing this and i've been wanting to talk about what we're going to talk about today for a long time um but i just you know i wanted to uh find the right time to do it and i've been so on the move i've been mobile I've been mobile as hell, um, so much so that it's been a little bit overwhelming, and, um, you know, I'm super grateful for everything that, um, I've been doing recently, and it's been awesome, and, um, I've loved every moment of it, but definitely it is, um, it is nice to sometimes, like, take a breather, take a moment, and get to do something I love, um, but I've, it's simply been all over, I've been to, well, I was in Kauai, we know this, uh, I was in Kauai working at the hostel, and then hostel shut down, we know this happened, so then I went to Oahu, and then I went back to Kauai to meet up with my parents, and then I went from Kauai to LA, and then from LA to San Diego, um, to check out colleges and things, and then back to LA, um, to see some friends, to stay with some friends and to have a good time, so it's been a lot, uh, to say the least, um, a lot of back and forth, um, a lot of great people in good places, though, so I'm not complaining at all, um, but I did, I did need, like, a little breather, a little moment, and, um, I really wanted to podcast, I'd kind of been, like, itching to get back into it, um, which is so funny, I don't, (laughs) like, I don't know if that makes sense, but it felt like a little, um, break for me, I guess, because I feel like I've been podcasting a lot recently, um, but it's so funny because I was like, oh, I can't wait to get back into it. So I'm here today and I'm so excited to be here. And I hope you are excited listening. I hope that this is like, I hope the energy right now is bringing your energy up wherever you're listening to this. Like if you're at work, if you're at school, if you're taking a walk, if you are, you know, I don't know, taking a bath right now. If you're in the bath, that sounds fucking aw- Fuck. That sounds incredible. Maybe I should do a podcast in a bath. We could do a, po- we could do bath, bath thoughts in the podcast. Okay. That's an idea for another day. I'm so with that. Let me know if you guys want that. Um, I kind of want to do that. Or like a shower podcast or a, okay, hot tub podcast could go so hard. Okay, lots of ideas. I'm going to have to write those down. Um, But what we are here to talk about today is how to travel cheaply. And this is something that I have wanted to talk about for a while because I'm only 19 Uh, I would not say that I have, you know, a lot of money, like, I wouldn't go as, you know, okay, let's, broke 19 year old kind of, you know, I am, personally, I do not have a lot of money, but I am very good with saving what I do have, um, and trying to manage my expenses well, and just, you know, I, for me, I spend money on things that I really care about, and that is travel, so traveling is probably what I put most of my expenses to, and I don't really buy a whole lot of other things or spend my money on a whole lot of other things um so that's like the first big thing but I'm just gonna give like a few just things that have helped me um and a lot of these will be a little bit more specifically to Hawaii but I think you could apply these like the things I'm gonna say to most places wherever you want to go um but yeah I think the first thing is you just have to want to you know 
put your money towards traveling and know that you know that you are gonna have to spend some things um and put your money towards some things but if that's something that you really love to do is to travel then you know and that's you know you're not spending your money on fancy cars fancy shoes um expensive food eating all the time then you will have that money to travel so that's like the first step is just working hard and saving the money for things that you actually really want to do and for experiences that's always how I viewed money is like money is just something that uh, I want to use for experiences and memorable shit um so that's my mindset on it uh and yeah I mean I I don't know what yours is but you know it it is whatever it is um and if you're probably if you're listening to this you probably are wanting to know you probably your mindset is probably similar to mine and you're probably wanting to know um how I have traveled so cheaply because I have been traveling for a while as an 18 19 year old um by myself and um I get a lot of dms actually surprisingly of people being like how have you been in Hawaii or whatever for so long or whatever and obviously the name of the podcast hostels in Hawaii that's obviously what we have to start out with um is hostels so um I call it the h's we got hostels well okay i'll get into it um well yeah hostels hitchhiking and house swapping would be some of my those are the three h's um those would be some of my biggest tips so hostels let's start off with that because that is the name of the motherfucking podcast and a huge reason as to why i've been able to travel for as long as i have um with you know not that much money um well first off let's just say this um you also I did save up a lot of money before I left for Hawaii um and before I began my travels because you know luckily for me um I was able to travel during COVID but when my first you know when I first started my gap year COVID was still pretty intense and so I just stayed uh back at home for about six months and I worked multiple different jobs um and I just saved all my money I didn't spend it on anything and 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 I was lucky because I was living with my parents so I had free rent and free food and that's really all you need at the end of the day is free rent and free food um to save money so if you are in a situation like that I would highly recommend saving as much as you can so that you can use it when you are off on your own um and obviously I'm very lucky to my parents for that so that's that's just my situation I worked a bunch of different jobs and saved up and I'm really lucky that my parents you know were able to give me that opportunity and everything um and then once I was in Hawaii I did work multiple other jobs as well but um I also was able to live off my savings savings for a while um so here are some of my tips I'm going to start off with hostels I would 100% if you're thinking about traveling to a place for a long time I cannot recommend working in a hostel enough because not only do you get free rent but you get a lot of other free things as well um like you don't get free food I mean it depends on the hostel I guess but in my experience you don't necessarily get free food from you know your job it's not that you get because you are guaranteed free rent uh which first off is fucking awesome especially in a place like hawaii rent is pretty expensive so free rent does a lot um and it's also i would say the work that you're doing or the the amount that you're doing if this makes sense let's say you have to work three hours for the hostel job and then you get free rent for that day like you have the bed for the night um you're doing a lot less work than you would be doing if you were just working and then getting paid and then paying for that rent if that makes sense like you're getting more hours 
or I guess you're doing less hours at the hostel. Would is that? I hope that makes sense. Um, which then gives you more time to go explore and like actually like enjoy the place that you are traveling in. And so that's why that's one of the huge benefits I think um, of working in a hostel is that one, it's very convenient. You know, you're gonna work less hours and your rent's already covered, um, and you don't have to worry about you know getting enough shifts to cover the money to get the rent like there's no stress in that because it's like you already have your set schedule um your set amount of times that you should uh if you are working in a hostel they should tell you your hours before you agree to work there um and yeah it is work trade so you're not most likely not going to get any money um if you are working in a hostel but there are you know specific instances where you could um I can I guess I can talk about those right now um at backpackers the first hostel I worked at um sometimes we would get tips from people um that would just be completely random though it would just be guests um if they really liked the work you were doing they would give you a tip um so you know that could oh you know same as any waiter or waitress job like you could possibly get tipped I wouldn't count on it though um it's definitely not enough to like live off of um but that is an instance that could happen um and also if you well so backpackers I was the manager there so I did end up actually getting free rent and money on top of that which was a really really good deal um but you know I don't know if each every hostel has a position like that to offer but if there is you could work your way up into getting something like that where you have free rent and a little bit of extra money on the side and that is super helpful because um you know then you have groceries covered and you have like a little bit of spending money and like you can you know do fun things like go skydiving or you know you can do stuff like that you can use your money for things like that when you're getting paid on top of the free rent um but honestly like then the Kauai hostel I worked at I didn't get any money but uh I just saved up before I went because I did come home for the holidays so I saved up and I had a set amount of money that I was like I can use this for groceries and I had a grocery budget and uh it worked out really great but I'm gonna get into the food later I'm getting ahead of myself so all I was to say is that I would recommend working at the hostel and don't worry if you're not getting, you know, direct income because it should be. The thing is, like, working at the hostel is not a long-term job. It's not something that you're going to be, like, wanting to, you know, it's it's very different. It's like a young, it's like you're young and you want to experience and travel in this place. And the whole point is that you want to be traveling and seeing this place. And you're doing it for so much more cheaply than you would if you were buying a hotel or, um, yeah, I mean, oh my god, like so much or if you had rent uh there like you were staying for a couple months um yeah but so much more cheap than a hotel um or even staying in a hostel and I would also recommend staying in hostels they are all around the world um but working in them I think there's a lot more benefits to working in them than staying in them like I said with the free food um the guests come through and they buy food and then they have to leave and they can't eat all of it and obviously you create a relationship with the workers so they end up giving you food all the time. Um, I would come home from adventuring all day in Kauai and then I would come home and there would just be free pizza on the table and, you know, one of the guests would have bought it for everyone and been like, yeah, like, I mean, people are on vacation when they're at hostels, so they're like, fuck it, free pizza for everyone and there you go. Like, now I'm eating free pizza and living for free in Hawaii and it feels very good, I'm not gonna lie. Like, you're like, damn, this is awesome. Um, so stuff like that happens a lot in hostels just because you have this community around you and other people who are eating and, and they want to share. And so, um, 
that's like another benefit so you don't directly get free food from working at a hostel but I cannot count the amount of free food I've gotten from working there it's also people leave their food behind so you label it and you put your name and your checkout date there Um, I mean it could be different at different hostels but at the ones I've worked at you put your name and your checkout date and so then when they do check out and they didn't eat it it's up for grabs for whoever wants it so you can get some good shit I got some great sometimes people would leave full like they would literally get like a whole Indian meal and then they would have eaten like none of it because they got busy or whatever you know and they leave it behind and they're like here you go and they give it to you um and so yeah I honestly like can't express how much that actually went into my full budget of food and everything because I had to pay for way less food because grocery shopping for one person can get really expensive versus like if you're in a family uh, or with other people and that would be my other tip as well is if you do meet people while traveling be like hey like do you want to go in on this um this grocery list or whatever like do you want to split because that also will make the cost cheaper um I remember when I first met Charlotte one of our first days together we went to Safeway and we you know shopped around and we both got some things that we just want for ourselves but we also went in on a lot of things together and that's like a very basic tip but yeah just like sharing food with people is really good and I just remember being like yeah like it bonded us I was like we are now the co-owner of this hummus like now we are close because we share these eggs and this hummus and this lettuce and these carrots you know um so but it also made it so much cheaper for me that I was you know splitting it with someone um and that's another thing too is you if you are traveling with someone else is totally work together to make your uh budget smaller for sure um and also just talk to each other and make sure that you both have similar things that you want to be spending your money on you know like are you do you want to spend your money on going to the clubs at night or do you want to be getting gelato before dinner or whatever you know just make sure that you if it's not a solo traveling thing and you are with another person make sure that you align uh that you're both on the same page as to what you want your budget to be for or Do you want to be buying, like, train passes so you can go all around Europe? You know, stuff like that. Um, So, yeah, I don't know if that... I'm probably getting a little off topic. Um, But back to the hostels, um, you get free rent, you get free food. And then also, as I said, the community being around you, you also get stuff like free clothes and you get free rides places. And you just... There's a lot of... Or, like, you have free surfboards. Like, let's use... I'm going to use Hawaii as the example in a lot of these just because that's where, um, you know, my experiences have been for the past couple of years. So it's just going to be easier if I explain it in that way. Um, but, yeah, like, they would be... You're at a hostel and there's free surfboards, there's free bikes, there's free rollerblades, there's free you know, boogie boards, like whatever snorkels, whatever you could possibly think of that you would want is there and your staff. So you get to use it for free. Um, and it could vary at different hostels, but for the most part, if you're working there, you're putting in a lot of hard work there. Um, you know, and the hostel has bikes that they rent out and you ask, Hey, can I use this for a couple hours? They're, they're most likely going to say yes to you. Um, you know, if, if that is, if it's different in another hostel, in my experiences, I've been able to use like all of the, um, resources. It's kind of like being at a college, how you're paying for this, you know, thing and you're working really hard. You get all these other added benefits and resources and community around you. Like it really does help. It really does make your experience 10 times better because if you were staying in a hotel and you want to go surfing, suddenly now you have to pay like the $20 an hour to use a surfboard for an hour, or you have to pay like 
50 or 100 for lessons and that is going to make your expenses go way up versus if you're just working at a hostel and you meet some locals and they're surfers and you already have free surfboards and you go out and you surf for free or you bike ride for free and stuff like that was some of my most favorite things to do um I, there was an incredible bike path on Kauai um right next to my hostel and I would just take the free bike out and I would go bike for hours and I would have the time of my life and I was like damn I don't have to you know mo I mean also in the example of Hawaii, most activities and things that you do should be and will be free, like hikes and beaches, all that stuff is going to be free, um, it's just if you want to do more touristy things, or if you want to, like, splurge and do a helicopter ride, or go skydiving, or take a boat tour, like, stuff like that can be super memorable, and I would recommend it, but I would also recommend that you budget that in, you know, and that you're, like, okay, like, this is what, this is my money for activities, this is my money for food, this is my money for rent, or whatever, um, so yeah, I would definitely say like being aware of your, you know, budget when you are traveling and like I would write stuff down and be like, okay, I spent this much money on this just so that you're not just throwing caution to the wind if you are traveling off your savings. Um, sometimes, you know, you can get a little crazy with it and be like, you know what, fuck it, I'm on vacation. And that's, you know, just have a healthy balance with it. Um, what I liked so much about working at the hostel is it, it made me more aware um, of spending my money because I was like okay I'm living here I'm not you know I wasn't in vacation mode I wasn't like all right throw my money at this throw my money at that um I was like okay you know like you're here for a while you're gonna get to experience all these things like just don't you know don't go crazy with it and I've always been frugal so it's easy for me to do that so I think it's more of a challenge for me to to spend my money on things that are gonna be experienced I'm like okay you know what like this is a once in a lifetime thing like just spend the money on it you know uh so just finding your own healthy balance with it and you know what do you want to spend your money on that's like a really important question to ask yourself before traveling um do you want luxury like are you gonna do you want to buy first class tickets on the airplanes are you gonna want a fancy hotel like those are things you gotta ask yourself and if the answer is yes to those things that you're not gonna be able to travel as cheaply I think being able to rough it especially if you're young like if you're young you're gonna want to travel cheap and you're gonna want to rough it like you you do not need your own like nice big room I slept in a room with three other girls I don't even know if I could call it a room it was called the cave and it was probably this isn't quite um yeah it was probably the size of like a college dorm room no probably smaller actually some college dorms are big it was it was more like a luxurious closet um it was pretty narrow um but like long and we fit four beds in there and there was four of us in there and we had a great time because we all very close and you know got along great and we never had any uh roommate issues which was awesome uh but definitely it was not the lap of luxury but it was more fun like rooming with those three other girls was way more fun than if I had had like a big king size bed to myself um so I think just mentally preparing yourself that like you are gonna you know be in a space with a lot of other people um but it's cheaper and it's more fun in my opinion like that's why I would recommend hostels it's cheaper it's more fun you get to meet people way better than a hotel do not do not think that you need to buy a hotel uh to travel places so yeah, that's my biggest, biggest, biggest tip is hostels um, because, you know, fucking hence the name of this podcast. I I love hostels um, and they're all around the world. That's what's cool is like you literally can find them anywhere. They should if you are staying in them like 
Um, it depends on the pricing and where you are, but some in Europe can be like $15 a night. They can be super cheap. Um, in Hawaii, it will probably be 30 to 40 or sometimes it can be a little bit more expensive. Um, but yeah, the Europe ones I've seen, I've, they've been, they're cheap. They are cheap over there. Um, and definitely cheaper than a hotel. And yeah, it's just, it's just a great way to travel. You, your experience is enhanced, like, 10 times more so that's my biggest tip to start this whole thing off is stay in a hostel or even better work in a hostel because you kind of get the inside scoop of everything you get the free food you get the free clothes i have a bunch of clothes now that i fucking love that were left behind that people gave to me um totally free and it's like free thrifting so you get free resources you get free surfboards and and snorkels and everything like that you get free clothes you get a new wardrobe you're gonna get free food i would say like solidly probably three okay no i'd say like half about half of the food that i ate was free half of the food that i was free because i was working in the hostel um and then you have free rent so it really limits a lot of your expenses which is awesome if you work in the hostel so that's my biggest motherfucking tip i cannot stress that enough okay on to the next um kind of thing that i want to say about housing another good thing to do is house swapping so if this is like this is something i've done in europe actually um my family knows people in Brussels, Germany, and we know people in the Netherlands, and so we've had them come and stay at our house, and we've gone and stayed at their house. So this is, you know, a little bit different if you don't have your own house, obviously, or if you're, you know, like, subletting an apartment or whatever, or you're a college student and you have a dorm. You know, this might not be the most realistic thing to do. Um, you know, you're not going to tell someone from Germany to come live in your college dorm. That doesn't really make a lot of sense. Um, but it is kind of the whole just connection thing. So, and you know, but if your parents do have a house, you can always do some sort of swap where it's like, okay, like your family's coming to stay in this house. And, and, um, does that make sense? Like my family just swapped with the other family and now they're getting a really cool experience in our house and we're getting a really cool experience in Europe. And so I would recommend doing that, utilizing your connections, utilizing the resources you already have. If you are, you know, if your parents are cool with you being like, all right, can we do a house swap? Ask them about it. Um, or you can do an exchange type of thing too. Like you can reach out to people. If you, let's say you have friends in the Netherlands and they've always wanted to come experience a college, you know, I guess they could come stay in your dorm if your college is cool with that. I don't, you know, I don't know everyone's specific, uh, situations with their housing. So that's why it's kind of hard to explain this one, but you can do a swap. I've done, uh, exchanges and I went and lived in Germany and they came and lived at my house. So utilizing connections and utilizing, you know, your current living situation and seeing if you can swap it into a new living situation is always a good idea because now you also have free rent. So, you know, my family, we lived in, we were in Brussels for probably like three weeks and we did not have to pay for any hotels, any housing. Um, and we got to live in a cute little neighborhood and go to the grocery store there. And it gave us a much more local experience. Um, obviously we didn't actually live there but it felt like we did because it was like we had our little like we had like a playground nearby and like we we took the bus and all that you know what I'm saying it was just fun like it's so much better than if we were in a hotel so these are just a few ways I think are better uh to 
like better accommodations, better places to stay than uh, a hotel or, you know, just a really expensive Airbnb. But you could also look into Airbnb. Um, but I would recommend hostels or house swapping or like exchanging or using the connections or go stay with friends or go ask your parents. Like, do you let's say you really, really want to go to Greece, but like mom and dad, do you know anyone in Greece or do you, you know, like you use your brain like see figure out like all right how can i make this happen for myself um get a little nifty with it um and yeah and i i don't know i've been able to do that pretty like easily meeting people and and then being like all right you you come to me i come to you let's swap let's do it um and it's it's just such an enriching experience and everyone can benefit off of it and you can see a new place um i have two friends uh, at the hostel who are both from Germany and they were like Zoe like you have to come to Germany and I'm like that's awesome like not only did the hostel give me free rent in Kauai but it has also now given me a really cool connection and now I might be able to go stay with them in Germany um, and I want them to come stay with me you know back at home so it's like it's just it's cool so I would say utilize that and don't be afraid to ask because um, like ask people like do you know anyone there's also a lot of websites like you can do couch surfing um there's stuff like that you can totally look into that there's so many different types of work trades that's the other thing you don't need to work at a hostel you can work on a farm you can work in all sorts of types of settings um but if you're willing to do a little bit of work while you're traveling it also gives you a really nice balance i think personally for me um because traveling can get exhausting and adventuring every single day as much as fun as that is you need some reset days you need some days to kind of take a moment for yourself um and so working can kind of provide you that sometimes. So that's why I loved working at the hostels because I could go out and adventure um, all day and then the next day I had a six-hour shift and I could just like take some time for myself and I was cleaning and, and checking people in and giving them tours of the hostel and it was stuff I enjoyed doing but I also like could have a little reset and then I went out and adventured after that, you know, and I adventured the next day. Um, so yeah, personally the Kauai uh hostel had my favorite setup where we basically worked um either four days a week or three days a week and um it was every other day or you know sometimes you got two days in a row off and then you had one shift and they were longer shifts than the backpackers hostel um but I personally liked that better because when I was in work mode I was in work mode and so I liked that um better than backpackers I worked basically every single day in the morning um but it was shorter it was a pretty short shift so then I, I had the rest of the day free still really good uh still really awesome um like setup you know they both were awesome but personally I liked having the longer shifts so definitely if you are going to do any sort of work trade definitely you know figure out what your hours are and all that stuff before um even though it's not technically a paying you know i guess you could say legitimate job you still want to have some sort of legitimacy to it and be like okay these are the hours i'm working because you do not want to get taken advantage of that would be one of my things too is um with work trade like you want to be like you you want to you know you're gonna have a I don't know how to like describe it but it's a it's a trade and so make sure you know they're holding up their end of the bargain if they said you have to work you know six hours every other day um for free rent then make sure that that's what's happening um in my experience I um have 
you know, gotten, like, it's it's worked out for me really, really well. I've had really good experiences with work trade. I know some people, though, that have had really weird experiences on farms, or they've been overworked, or, you know, they, they had false advertising, uh, you know, like they said they would get free breakfast or food and lodging, and that didn't happen. So, do your research before, um, and read the reviews on things, and just make sure you know what you're getting yourself into, um, and then if it isn't, you know, if it is false advertising, then it's okay to leave that situation, if they, you know, tell you, like, you're going to be getting free food and lodging, and then they can only give you, um, and they say you're going to get a bed, but then they put you in a tent or something, um, it's okay to be like, hey, you didn't uphold your end of the bargain, so I'm not going to, you know, stay here and work if it's if it doesn't work out how you originally planned it to. And then go find another opportunity. It is totally okay. There are so many work trades out there, so definitely do not, um, like, just kind of say, oh, okay, well, you know, this is my only opportunity to be in this place. Like, this is the only way I can be in Greece, so I'll just sleep in this tent, even though they told me they'd give me food and a bed, but they're only giving me a tent. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't, don't settle for anything. Um, definitely make sure you get your work's worth, because you are working. You're putting in hard work, and you're not getting money. Remember that. Um, you're not getting money, but you are getting an amazing experience, so that would be my advice on that. Definitely work trade is fucking awesome go for it. Do it is incredible, but, you know, just make sure you're getting what uh, you were promised, and do your research and all that good stuff. So, yes, hostels, house swaps, exchanges of any kind, um, work trade, or just like, you know, like I said, like I did the Germany exchange where they came and lived with me, and I went and lived with them. So, exchange, you don't always have to exchange money, I guess is my main point, is you can exchange other things and still get the same outcome, um, as you know someone who is paying a lot of money to be in the same place you are um but you're not spending any money so that is one of the main ways i would say travel cheap cheaply because um rent and lodging and all that stuff can really add up um and it allows you to stay much longer so much longer that's why i got to live in hawaii for over a year is because i think out of the i think i probably only paid for rent um or like lodging and things maybe for only two months i could be wrong about i don't know the exact amount of days but i'm guessing if i had to guess it'd probably be around two months and i lived in hawaii for over a year but i only paid for rent for two months and that is because of hostels so again can't stress it enough look into hostels or work trade because free rent will go a long way and it'll allow you to stay in a place for a lot longer um, if you want to stay that amount of time. So I want to talk about transportation. So this is specific to Hawaii, but hitchhiking. That is for the H's, the house swapping, the hostels, and the hitchhiking. Um, actually, four H's if you count the, if you count the hitch and the hiking. Um, so hitchhiking, I would only recommend if it is safe in that place. Um, but if you are, this is just specific to if you're traveling to Hawaii, um, especially in a place where you know it's safe, but my, the thing about hitchhiking is do it, please do it safely, I do not condone this, like, do not do this at night, do not do this alone, especially if you are a girl, be aware that, you know, you are, um, a young girl traveling alone, please do not get into a car with anyone that is sketchy or anyone that you feel unsure about, and a big, 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 big thing that I always say about hitchhiking 
if you put your thumb out and someone pulls over who you do not feel comfortable getting in their car, do not get in their car just because your thumb was out. You know, you could just be like, oh, I was joking. Or, oh, you know, like you can like you do not need to get in their car just because they pulled over is, I guess, what I'm trying to get across. Um, so please be safe about it if you do do this. I have only had good experiences hitchhiking, but that is because I only hitchhike during uh, the daytime and with other people, at least one person always with me, um, but usually in large groups. Um, and usually I get in the beds of trucks. Um, it's just been a really good experience for me because most of my time in Hawaii has been on the North Shore of Oahu, and it is very safe to hitchhike there. Um, and so for me, it was super helpful because I, you know, that made my transportation completely free and I could get around places just by walking or biking or hitchhiking. Um, and I could get anywhere basically I need to go. Um, so that's why I would say hitchhiking just because it does lower your expense. Um, it, if you know, then you don't have to rent a car or anything like that. But I would also say biking is awesome. Um, you can also do any sort of public transportation, the bus. Um, also, I've had a lot of friends that have had mopeds. So you could go for, like, a moped. Um, you could buy or rent a moped and then sell it when you leave. Um, it all depends on the type of travel you're trying to do. If you are only there for a week and you really want to see stuff, I would recommend, like, you know, getting a car or um, buying a bus pass or whatever. You know, like, you do... You do you don't want transportation to limit you and what you want to see and you want to make the most out of your time. So transportation can be very important. For me, it has been a very, very low expense um, because I have utilized hitchhiking in a safe way. Um, and I basically just had to pay, you know, like for I've paid friends back for gas and we take like a long trip but other than that I don't think I've spent any money on transportation so that also cuts down the costs of traveling a lot so um hitchhiking can be a very very fun thing to do I personally love it but if you're going to do it please be street smart about it um and please be safe and do not do it alone do not do it at night um it is still strangers. I have met, like, a lot of really good friends, actually, while hitchhiking. Like, I've become friends with the people. Usually, they're just going to be nice people who also hitchhike or also hitchhiked once. I've had, like, a lot of girls pick me up and be like, oh, like, I used to do this all the time, too. And and you can totally make friends um, while doing it. So, I, if you are in a safe place, I don't know about... I would not do it in the United States. That, <laughs> not a good idea. Um... But you can also, I've also traveled in vans. Like, you can do so many different things. You could also, another way to travel cheaply is getting a van, doing van life, um, like renting a van. Uh, I know renovating out a whole van can be kind of expensive and everything, but um, it is, you know, it is a two-for-one. It is your transportation and your home. So that's also a cool thing to always look into as well. Um, I've been lucky and I've just met a lot of cool people with the vans. As you guys have heard about some of the incredible van adventures with Brandon Lee and the Australian boys, I've been spending a lot of time in vans recently. Um, and that is another way, like I know that like Brandon Lee, like he got that van for I think it was like five hundred for the month, and it was his place that he slept, and it was his transportation. So that was a really good deal for him. Um, and same with the Australian boys; they just rented out a van, and suddenly they had a place to sleep and a place to see the whole island. So stuff like that can also definitely be worth checking into, um, especially if you want to be you know free and you don't want to have like a job or anything that's tying you down to a certain place if you just want to be mobile then van life is definitely something worth looking into so yes I would recommend hitchhiking but please 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 I don't want to recommend this and then have people do it and then you know do it at night or alone or something like that and get themselves into a pickle I that's the last thing I want so just 
you know, be street smart, um, and also have your location on you. That's also just a tip in general. If you're a young girl traveling alone, make sure that you have your location on you. Um, I tend to want to leave my phone, uh, at home a lot and just go run around and, and, uh, run around the island alone and it sucks because I want to have that independence and do that and I do do that um but just make sure you know your surroundings I did that because I knew where I was very well I knew the area very well I knew it was safe um but yeah like I would say solo travel it you know don't let um like as a young girl you can still solo travel 100% don't let it scare you don't let you know the idea of it just because you are a young girl or a young guy whatever who you know whoever you may be like don't let uh you know the idea of you being unsafe stop you from doing it because you can find lots of ways to be safe and you will find really good people who are going to look out for you and be there for you but i would just say always utilize those street smarts if you feel unsafe in the situation remove yourself do not feel you know do not worry about someone else's like feelings. Like if it's like an older man, he's making you feel uncomfortable. Don't be like, oh, I don't want to hurt his feelings. I don't want to like remove myself from the situation. He might think that, you know, that's weird or whatever. Do what you feel most comfortable with. That's always the best way to go. If you feel uncomfortable, remove yourself from the situation. Um, and just be safe while traveling. For the most part, everyone you're going to meet is going to be super, super friendly and awesome and probably also traveling and wanting to get to know people. And uh, I am the type of person that likes to trust in people and that there is good in the world. Um, so, you know, I don't like to think that there are sketchy people out there, but there are. And so it's good to just be aware of it. Uh, so it's good to be optimistic and not let it get you down, not let it stop you from traveling, but also just be aware of your surroundings and the situations you're getting yourself into. And um, yeah, just make sure you don't get involved with sketchy people. Um, but yeah, I've been really lucky with, I've met so many amazing people. Uh, when I was working at the hostel when I was 18, I had so many like 25-year-olds that I was friends with that had my back all the time and were always looking out for me. And that is means the world to me as a young girl traveling means the world and you guys know who you are and I fucking love you guys and you guys are awesome um so yes that's what I have to say on hitchhiking it is an amazing experience so much fucking fun like when you're in the back of a truck with all your friends and you're getting a free ride like it's it's the best nothing can beat it um but also public transportation is really cheap so don't think that you have to get a car and if you are younger you might not even be able to rent a car anyways um so yeah totally utilize the bus the metro like whatever it is uh the train utilize all that i know there's trains that go like all around through europe so definitely you don't even need to fly from you know place to place you could be you could go to germany and switzerland and amsterdam and all the places by like a cheap train train ticket so yeah look into all the things get like you know get what's the word creative with it get creative with it and there's lots of cheap ways to travel another thing i want to talk about is flights um flights i feel like they vary sometimes they're so expensive and sometimes like i met so many people in hawaii that would come because they were like i found a a there and back like a a round trip ticket for 150 like sometimes you can get the best deals um i would say very much utilize your credit if you do get credit for flights or um recently i had like a delayed flight for a while go if your flight gets delayed go and tell them be like i want uh credit or extra points for another flight utilize that and see if you can make some magic happen with the flights um flights can be a more expensive part of traveling but it also uh you know it also can be very much worth it if like let's say you know I bought one f- one flight 
one uh what's it? one one wait what's it called one way yeah i bought a one way ticket to hawaii and i ended up staying for 9 months straight so in that sense it's like the flight was really a very small cost in the grand scheme of things and if you do have the time i would recommend going to places that would be like a big um like just thought i have on traveling is is such an enriching and cool experience to go up to a place for like two months or three months if you have the time because you really actually get to know the place and it's just a much different experience than if you're just there for a week um you're really not going to get to know the place in a week you're going to you know make the most out of your time 100 percent. however much time you have and if you only have a week if you only have a spring break or if you only have um a week off of work or whatever you know do what's best for you but if you're young like i think take time take time to travel i think it 100 percent enriches your life and it teaches you about the world and it's worth the time and it's worth the money um that's the biggest thing i would say like I think it's okay to take time off before school or time off before you get a real job or whatever, enter the real world to travel. That's a very, very valuable use of time, of your time. And don't let anybody else tell you any differently because you are experiencing life. That's what we're put on this plan to do is experience and to, you know, just be and and try new things, see new people, see different parts of the world. It really changes your perspective on a lot of things so if you do have the time if you have let's say two months to go somewhere like do it like don't be afraid to just do it buy a one-way ticket if you can like that is the most freeing feeling ever and stay if you want to stay too if you go and it's really working out don't be afraid to stay (laughs) don't be afraid to be like yeah you know what my life does not need to go in the plan that I intended it to like let things flow the way they're supposed to that's just more not necessarily any financial advice but just life advice I think you know if you go to Greece and you're fucking living I keep using Greece as an example because I really really want to go to Greece um but if you go there and you know you're really loving it and you were supposed to whatever start like a big shot job in three months but you want to stay longer like you can make you know all those decisions and go and go for it I don't know I say go for it I'm a big proponent of the spontaneous decisions and letting things kind of happen uh how they're supposed to like letting things flow um you know like fuck it do do crazy shit do things that's that are unexpected 100% so those are some of my tips on um flights, transportation, um, lodging, all of that good stuff. I'm going to get into the food now. Um, food is definitely more of a thing. Um, like some places food is not expensive at all. Uh, Hawaii in particular, just because everything has to get shipped to the island, um, food is a larger cost than most places. You know, if you are traveling through Europe, let's say I keep using Europe as an example, just because it's, um, like I don't know, it's just an easy example to use. But like sometimes you can literally get a baguette for less than a dollar. You know, like it's one euro, whatever. You know, it sometimes like food can be very very cheap. Um, and what I would say for anywhere, anywhere, I would say go for the local stuff. Don't you don't need to get fancy dinners, and you don't need to get room service, and you don't need to get like all the you know you don't need to get fancy food to have a good traveling experience. Like I think trying the little vendors and shops are always the way to go and so for foods um I'm gonna go with the you know as we said with the with the H's the hostels the house swapping the hitchhiking I'm gonna say go for frugal and farmers markets so if you're shopping 
in the grocery store, let's say, always check the prices. I mean, I think most people do this just in daily life, but you do not need to get the most expensive stuff. Go for the cheapest stuff. Be frugal as hell. And like I said, you can, you know, buddy up with someone and be like, all right, you want to go in on this hummus? You want to be the co-owner of this hummus? Suddenly, the hummus that was $8 is only going to cost you $4 and you still get hummus, you know, like, it's, I don't know, it's, I would say share food, um, also share food with people, because it'll come back to you, you'll get free food in, in ways, especially if you're traveling, and you have a community around you, you're gonna have a lot of free food, so actually, it should be the three F's, frugal farmer's market, and free, take any opportunity, if anyone's offering you free food, say yes, say yes, they're offering it to you, because they actually want to give it to you, say yes, don't be like, oh, like, I don't want to take it, take it, um, so yeah, free food is definitely the way to go. But if you're not getting free food, just be frugal with your money and have a have a food budget. That's what I did. Um, I would just write down all my saving, like all my spendings, and um, it helped me keep track of everything. And also get down pat kind of like meals and stuff that you can make with different things so like I would make these wraps that I loved and there were these green spinach wraps that I would get and then the stuff that I would get for them would be stuff that I could also use in salads and pasta and like you know like if I wanted to make hummus pasta I would get hummus for the wraps the pasta and a salad or I would get cheese that I could use for all three um so just like little things like that but that's also just like everyday life things you know you always want to be trying to lower your expenses um with food I guess but um but especially in Hawaii, it's so expensive. So I was always trying to do that. The other thing is farmer's markets, motherfucking farmer's markets. They're so good. So the farmer's market on Kauai was simply everything. I could get, I think, yeah, I mean, it was like 20 bucks for a week's worth of fresh produce. So it was incredible. Um, I would get all types of things. I would get taro. I would get sugar cane. I would get clementines. I would get papayas, pineapples, mangoes um, rambutans, like, everything, like, spinach, carrots, tomatoes, all the things, like, cooled star fruit, like, all different types of cool shit, um, apple bananas, like, everything, um, and it was so cool, because it was, like, local vendors, and I'd become friends with them, and they would give me deals, and they would give me free fruit as well, um, and so it's, like, just be friendly, and, and, um, go and get stuff from the locals, that's what you want to do anyway, you want to get, uh, you want the experience, and so the farmer's markets were awesome, and it was just so cheap, like, you could get, like, three cucumbers for one dollar, or you could get, you know, like, a whole thing of spinach, like, for two bucks, versus at the grocery store, like, a whole thing of spinach would be eight dollars, and then at the farmer's market, it would be two dollars, so that's why it's, like, farmer's markets for sure, and you might think, like, oh, the biggest things are lodging and flights and all that stuff, but food can add up. I think I I probably personally, just in my situation, because I didn't, I was working for my rent, so it was free. I 100%, 100%, I'm like tripping up on my words because I'm so excited. I spent more money on food than I did on rent, which is crazy, which is crazy. I know that. And that is a pretty, like, you know, unique situation, but it can add up. So I would just keep that budget and try to be frugal and try to, you know, do stuff like farmer's markets and stuff to keep, uh, you know, your food budget down a little bit. But also I think a great important thing to remember too is it's okay to treat yourself every once in a while. And like if it is a cultural experience or something you've been wanting to try, like go for it, you know, and don't feel guilty about it. If you are already doing all of these things to travel cheaply, 
then, you know, experience some things, you know, don't be afraid to splurge a little bit on experiences that you really want, like, let's say, skydiving, or you really want to try, like, a masubi, or whatever it is, you know, like, you should, you should get those things, um, you should do those things, you should treat yourself, you are here, that's why you're here to experience stuff, so, I think it all goes back to what I said at the beginning of the podcast is just figure out like what do you want to spend your money on what is valuable to you what will you feel good about spending your money on um and so for me like I think the biggest things for traveling are just the lodging and the food and the flights and it is manageable I think there is this kind of like stigma or whatever that you have to be rich to travel or you have to you know have a job where you are getting paid to travel or you have to be like an influencer or whatever some sort of thing like that and it's not true you can really you can definitely travel when you were 18 19 by yourself with your own money you can do it I have done it um and do it you can do it too like if I do it you could do it um and I've met so many other people too that are around my age that are doing the same thing and you know we're we're not by any means rich like I like the jobs I've worked I've been like a lifeguard a waitress a full-time nanny like a photographer like things I've done have not particularly been any sort of job where you know it would set me apart from the average person you know like if you work hard and you save your money and you want to use it for traveling you will be able to do that um I believe in you you should do it you should try it um I do have a lot of people like ask me questions like that like how have you um traveled for this long or whatever lived in Hawaii for this long whatever the questions may be um and I just want people to know that it is manageable you know it totally totally is manageable um and so just come in with you know the right intentions what do you want to spend your money on um and also like like clothing and stuff like just you know get get cheaper clothing get things that you know make your expenses for other things if if you have really high expenses for some things um lower those so that you can put more money towards traveling um and yeah and or if you're like into photography and you want to get a really nice camera for your travels like you know, put that into the budget as well, but I don't think that's a bad thing if you want to, again, treat yourself, it's a, if it's a passion, you're like, all right, I want to get this film camera, and I know I'm going to develop film and stuff, it's like, just put that into your budget, so, um, yeah, it's manageable, make a budget, follow the three H's of hostels, hitchhiking, and house swapping, follow the three F's of frugal farmer's market and free food, nothing tastes better than free food, um, but yeah, one of my biggest, biggest overall, um, Oh, we got a little siren in the back. I hope they're okay. Okay, the siren went by. Okay, fuck. Another thing I got forgot to mention is camping. Dude, camping is fucking awesome. Camp. It's super cheap. There's also all sorts of types of things. Like, there's yurts. There's all sorts of types of funky accommodations that you can acquire that are way motherfucking cooler than a hotel and a lot cheaper. And camping is always the fun it's always the move I camped for 60 days when I first got to Hawaii and it was so much fun it was so much fun so like do things like that um find different ways get creative with it um it's manageable I just wanted to come on here and say it's fucking manageable um I still have a lot of my savings from when I worked 
um, like just nonstop worked in the beginning of my gap year. And then I have had jobs while I have been traveling. Obviously, I worked at hostels, but I also got like second jobs and I did have some sort of income while I was traveling because I was in one place for a little while. Like I said, if you have the time to go for three months, like you can get a job and then you are traveling and also working and you have income and, and it, you don't have to live off your savings. So, you know, go for it, do it, try it. Um, if a 19 year old broke, kid like me can do it then you can too um and I hope you enjoy this I hope this was uh kind of you know helpful in some ways I'm just talking from speaking from my experience and things that have helped me out and I know for this particular topic this was a little bit more geared to travel in Hawaii just things like hitchhiking and hostels um but hostels all are all over the world and I would recommend them um you know not you know other places in Hawaii too um but yeah thank you for listening to hostels in Hawaii um we know we know I'm a big fan of hostels fuck it I have a podcast called hostels in Hawaii um but yeah you can travel anywhere you want to go um and there's also so many types of volunteer programs too fuck I keep like remembering things I wanted to mention but there's volunteer programs there's so many different travel opportunities so just get online the world's at your fingertips with technology get online and start looking at opportunities um especially if you're gonna take a gap year or something there's so much for you to do out there especially with um you know everyone's getting vaccinated covid is you know not as big of an issue with travel now like there are a lot a lot of opportunities out there and you know you can do all of them um you are a capable smart human being and i believe in you to get it done to make it happen for yourself so that's the first thing is you want to just make it happen for yourself and don't worry as much about the money because it can be cheaper than you think and i think there is this kind of stigma around traveling that it's always so expensive and you have to be rich or you have to be famous or whatever to do it and i'm here to tell you that that's not true um you just have to want it that's all so um you have to work hard and you have to want it and you got to make it happen that's that's the you know my biggest tip i guess at the end of the day is you have to want it um and you'll be able to make it happen for yourself but also stay in hostels because they're fucking awesome and they've changed my life um so i hope you enjoyed um kind of the guide of how i've you know, been able to manage and travel cheaply, and I'm sure I'll think of more things, that I'm sure as, you know, as I go along in life, I will pick up many more tips and tricks, and you'll find out what works for you, this is just some of the stuff that works for me, um, and yeah, that's that on that, that is how to travel cheaply-ish, you know, um, I personally have spent very little money, um, during my over a year in Hawaii, um, so I'm fortunate and lucky that I've been able to make that happen, so I just wanted to share a little bit of that with you guys, I didn't, you know, I've had a lot of people ask me, so I wanted to give you my knowledge, and feel free to reach out and ask me about any questions, or if you want me to elaborate on anything, uh, please, please reach out, I do have random people that I don't know text me and ask me about, like, how to how to do it how I did it or whatever 
and I always respond to them. I always like want to share my knowledge so that other people can have these experiences as well because it's changed my life and I want it to change yours. So um, maybe this podcast changed your life. Maybe it's going to start a new chapter for you. Maybe you're going to realize like, fuck, I, it's not, money's not an issue. Um, cause I do think that limits a lot of people. They think that they can't do what they want because they think that money is an issue and, um, money is not everything. Um, so yeah, obviously it's good to have money to have financial freedom to do what you want to do. But if you're smart with your money, you should have financial freedom, even if you're not loaded, even if you're broke and like a kid so um yeah i hope that you've enjoyed um i'm serious about that please reach out to me if you have any questions um or if you want to elaborate because i know i get a little you know i get i I be bop all over the place when i talk on this podcast and that's just how we roll here so um yeah hit my line um uh and i let me know where you fucking travel to fuck yes i want to see where you guys go so let me know what you what adventures you get into um i hope this inspired you or made you feel hopeful that if there is a goal or a place you want to go that you're going to be able to do it now um don't let money limit you don't let anything limit you don't tell don't let anyone tell you that you can't do it um because you 100% can um and i'm totally totally down to help you make that happen for yourself so let's do it i'll help you let's do it let's do it together um i hope you enjoyed hostels in hawaii and that is how to travel cheaply Bye. I'll see y'all later. Bye.